This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan and Matt Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath, a beautiful Tuesday, January 28th. God bless you guys. Welcome to the program. What we do here is we are a morning and afternoon devotion. We take the Bible, read a chapter of it, spend some time in the Word, then we come down to the studios here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us, not even sure completely. We do have a little bit more insight today because we're still in our devotion. We're on day 16 of our 21-day devotion, and because we have uh, some information in there and some direction that it's gone, that kind of kind of might you know load us up or lean us in a direction here, but we're still open to speak you know, share on whatever God wants us to in Mark chapter 1, which is where we're at. My co-host today is Pastor Matthew Stahlbaum, co-pastor of East Coast Christian Center. How are you doing, son? I'm doing really good. Awesome. How are you doing? Great. We're on what? Day 16? 16, of man. And the this week, the third week, we're on uh, one soul, thinking about, talking about what we can do to reach people uh, for Jesus, the people that God puts in front of our lives. You know, week one yep. was more about what God and yep. our relationship is all about it's connecting good. with kind him. of vertical relationship. Yeah, just really, and in the way the fast went, the devotions, it's what God has poured into us, like what He's done good. for us. He's you know all the things that He's blessed us with, and mercy and forgiveness, those type of things. And then week two is was more about what what steps we could take towards Him. So like He loved us first, so then we love Him. How can Second, we grow? What can we do? Mm-hmm. All those things. Yep. And then now week three is is really now let's take what the Lord has given us and our steps, and let's point them towards people besides us. Nice. Really, really good. And so reaching out to the to the people who are hurting around you, and that's a really important part of the gospel. It isn't just a inbred or something we want or something we have, something we want to give out to people around us. Yeah. So, yeah, really good. So tell folks how they can get on board and know, know which chapter we're in, know how we're... It's really a little bit more challenging right now because of the devotion. Well, yeah, you can go to our website or the app, just like always. Uh, the chapters are there like normal, but if you'd like to get the devotion, just go to the app or the website, and it's on the front page. You can click on it, and it'll it's just called Our Next Move, and you can find uh, the actual devotions that way. They're totally free. Uh, we also have videos that attach to every devotion, and it's the author's sort of story behind why they wrote the devotion, and really not just why they wrote it, but the motivating factor of their experience with what they're actually talking about. You know, maybe a story in their life about um, w- when they struggled with this or when you know they dealt with that, and it's it's great. It's an encouragement to you, and uh, that's always available on eccc.us or our East Coast app. You can call 452-1060 to get a guide mailed out to you or emailed to you. Um, but everything is found on our app, our website, or YouTube. Search East Coast Christian Center. You can listen to past messages yep. and uh, all of those things as well. Very good. we get got a lot going on, as always, in the church. We've got some cool things with uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, we're, I don't know, what we call it? What do we call it? Team Jersey weekend? Sunday. Jersey Sunday. Team weekend, too, yeah. Is it like Jersey Shore Sunday or that just is. Jersey Sunday? Jersey Shore. I don't know what Jersey Shore is. I, I probably know. shouldn't say that because I never. It was seen... just like this really uh, terrible, like everyone loved to make fun of reality TV show oh, okay. Jersey Shores, right. and everybody was like spray tans and crazy and all this stuff, and oh, okay. you know, 
All right, yeah, don't, it's not Jersey Shore weekend, so don't wear your spray tan. Wear your jersey of your favorite team. If you just want to wear a hat or, I'm, I'm going you know, to try. I'll, I'll wear a spray tan this week. If go want. for it. You Coconut. can have it. You can have it. And, uh, you know, a hat, a shirt of your favorite team. It doesn't even have to be a football team. If you're a hockey fan, man, wear your hockey jersey. If you're a, you know, baseball fan, wear your baseball uh are they shirts or jerseys? I'm not even sure. Their hat or whatever you want to do. We're just going to have some fun with that. But we got a great weekend set up for you, too. We're going to get into the Word. We're really still in our series uh, at the beginning of the year, Vision 1. And so got a little vision stuff coming as well. Yeah. And so it'll be really good. good Sunday to connect. Like, we're going to show you how to make connections um, and make friendships and get in communities and get on the team, really. That's what the jersey is all about. Of course, yep. the Super Bowl is that Sunday, and uh, we'll all be celebrating yep. the the Super Bowl and watching that, those that love football. Yeah, that evening. Yep. And they kind of track along with the theme. We've got a sports connection to that. Yep. And so, uh, but that's really just to get you on a team and really to get you connected through our small groups. We're launching freedom groups. We're launching small groups. And a lot of people are looking for a community. This will be the time to be in the community. It'll be the perfect time to try East Coast Christian Center we have 11 services in four locations across Brevard County, uh, Merritt Island, two in Merritt Island, one in Cocoa, one in Vieira. Check it out on our website, eccc.us. Love to have you. Hey, Nick, how you doing today? I'm good. You ready for us to read this chapter? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to be in Mark chapter one, pretty long little chapter. Uh, it's 45 verses. There's a there's not really a natural break uh, in there, so I'm just going to read through verse 22. Two or three? Where do you want me to go to? Um, 24. Yep. I'll start on 25. You got it. I'll do that. So if you get me started, I'm going to read the New King James. Same. I must say to you, read, sir. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it, as it is written in the prophets. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Immediately the Spirit drove him into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little further from there, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in, in the boat mending their nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat 
and the with excuse me with the hired servants and went after him. Then they went into Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For what authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And immediately his fame spread throughout all the region around Galilee. Now, as soon as they had come out of the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she served them. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were demon-possessed, and the whole city was gathered together at the door. Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. Now, in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. And he was preaching in their synagogue throughout all of Galilee and casting out demons. Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus, moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leper leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he strictly warned him and sent him away at once and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go your way. Show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. However, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city, but was outside in deserted places, and they came to him from every direction. Amen. So, uh, I'm just, this is not really that important, but it stood out to me this morning. I looked at it a little bit. It says, Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And that word locusts means on the top of plants. And they the lighting upon top of plants. And so some some people interpret that to mean like he ate the tender shoots of plants. Whereas most, but there's a large group of theologians that believe that just means grasshoppers. And I think that's that's where I lean, grasshoppers. And the reason I do is because in Matthew eleven fifteen, it says he came not eating or drinking, and the Pharisees thought he had a demon. And so to me, you know, I don't think somebody thinks you got a demon if you're eating, you know, plants and honey. That's not really that demonic speaking. 
But if all you're eating is grasshoppers and honey, that might get them a little bit more fired up. So I don't know. I think I finally fell over in all my life as a Christian, as a pastor, looking at this, going back and forth between those two thoughts. I think I'm sold today that he was eating grasshoppers. So he should be on one of those fancy TV shows, right? Yeah, with Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Zimmerman. Stuff. Yeah, that's bizarre. I, I've, eaten, I've eaten grasshoppers and ants, and I did it when I was about twelve or fifteen years old, somewhere in that range. Oh. My we all uncle, have. no, my uncle, my uncle was crazy like this, and my uncle had this container of chocolate-covered ants. Okay, and then he had this container of like honey like sweetened grasshoppers. I kid you not. And that was the first time I had them. I was probably, I don't know, 12 to 15 years my yeah. history. Well, if you eat food that's been processed, you've eaten all of that. Because <laughs> it all falls in those giant vats and gets that's churned up. That's the truth. One time when I was a kid, and this is absolutely disgusting. I don't know why we're talking about this, but there are the federal regulations on like how many yeah, what bugs degree of, like, can how, fall what in. Percent, yeah. yeah, like it's... Just go look it up sometime. You'll yep. be like, I'm never eating processed food yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It's not just bad for you because yeah. of the chemicals and all of that, yeah. which I eat processed food, but yeah. it's just weird. <laughs> well, yeah. I like John the Baptist. I I don't have a lot on this, but I, I love this, how he prepared yeah, things. And I just, I love the idea that he was a preparer for Jesus. And I think that we can do those type of things too. Um, I'm actually torn, you know, on teaching on this. Every time I read this, I I want to lean on John the Baptist, and because he's the one that came and prepared the the way for Jesus, and, that's right. and I think that's one of the main things that we can do as it people is. is prepare people for Jesus. That's now, right. of course, the Holy Spirit is ultimately the one preparing uh, everyone for Jesus. Don't get me wrong; he's the one that Absolutely. softens hearts, and and he goes before us. And but we have this opportunity to partner with him, as John the Baptist did, and just prepare hearts, like and and love on people. It's good. Uh, one time, I got interviewed by the newspaper, and uh, they'd asked me like, "How do you witness? And how do you you know how do you share?" Christ and the the hilarious thing I was literally like I don't know 22 and they interviewed me because of the mezzanine and they thought the mezzanine young adult church was pretty cool like mm-hmm. nothing really had been like that yep. and they interviewed uh, my old world uh, history world religions professor who had like a uh, doctorate from Yale and yes. and like one other person so all three of us and and I said you know sometimes before you say and talk about God you have to um, soften people's hearts by uh doing actions. And I quoted like St. Augustine, uh, St. Augustus rather. And he had said something, you know, I can't even remember what it was. And they took out all of my quotes about actually preaching about Jesus instead of, instead of talking about Jesus, just do things for people. And I was mortified because, you know, there's this double action where you do need to you know, soften people's hearts. I was, I was mortified. I mean, yeah, like no. literally they stripped Jesus out of Welcome my... to doing interviews for the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, I from then on felt very bad for anybody that was quoted um, <laughs> because there's a chance of being misquoted. Yep. Not that they did it on purpose, but that's what they took away from it. And, yep. You know, they could have, but who knows? Point being is we can prepare people for Jesus by kind acts, by kind words. We can share Christ with them. We can pray for them. Good. And ultimately, Jesus then comes in, and he's the ultimate rescuer, and he really, truly has the key to their rescue. Absolutely. And that's really good. You shared on that uh, last weekend. It was really powerful. The other thing that you might look at in a situation like this, and I don't want to dwell on the negative too long, so we've got to be careful we're not putting obstacles up. 
in the way of people. Yeah. You know, I just had an experience uh, this last week. Uh, there, my neighbor uh, had thrown out this uh, cardboard, and he'd taken it, and all the trash goes on my side of the street. So you know how, how they pick up trash now and those things. that all okay. goes to one side of the street, and it picks it up and throws it in kind of automatically. And so he had thrown away cardboard, and he had his trash can really full, and there were these two huge boxes, like something— like a refrigerator or dryer? Uh, yes, or, like or bigger. Not bigger than a refrigerator or dryer, but like a whole big set of cabinets or something came in. And uh, they were just laying there, and uh, they he, they were out there last week, and they didn't pick them up. And I know they won't pick them up if they're laying on the ground. They've got to be in, in your recycling container in some way, shape, or form. And so uh, I went out there this week. They were laying on the ground again, and I, I, I started breaking them up, and I had room in my recycling thing for them. So I broke them, broke them up and put them in my recycling thing. And it was sticking up out of it. And the lid was open. And, you know, it was funny, kind of funny looking. And he came out and s- said, man, I wanted to thank you. I've been keeping my eye out for these guys all day. And it was late in the day to put the trash in. And uh, he said, I, d- I found out. I didn't even know it. He'd been in a head-on collision. And he'd been in the hospital. And oh he'd gosh. just gotten out. And the temptation is when you see that is kind of be critical of him putting the cardboard and throwing like it out there. Like you want to take the cardboard and chuck it in his yard. Yeah, go throw it back in his front yard. And to be honest with you, I thought that. That was the first thing that went through my head was, you know, I'm just going to chuck that over in his front yard and see how he likes it. But then I thought, well, that's not very Christ-like, you ding-dong. And uh, so I broke it up. And it was – I could have – here's what I'm getting at. I could have put an obstacle – in between him and Christ. Yeah. Or I could lower an obstacle between him and Christ. And so there's a lot of ways you can win a witness, is what I like to call what you're talking about, winning an opportunity to talk to somebody about the Lord or to see them come to Christ. So, yeah, I think that's great for preparing the way. And I just want to say this. I just want you to know out there, everybody, East Coast Christian Center is in an incredible season. And if you want to get involved in it and not just going to church, but building a church, this is a season because I feel like I've probably put in 28 years of preparing the way here at East Coast. And now we're ready to launch and go further and and get stronger. And others are coming into lead like my son, Pastor Matt and Brian and Chris and, you know, even even this young Jedi sitting over here. What's your name again? Fred? Nick. Nick. Yeah, that's right. Nick. Um, God's doing things, and I'm just so— Oh, what's his face over oh, there? Oh, what's, whatchamacallit is like a, what I like to call him. God's doing incredible things at East Coast. And so your whole life can be involved in preparing the way for a lot of things, and I'm, I'm just seeing some of that more, more brightly than I've ever seen it before. It's encouraging. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild. Like, at certain seasons of your life, you don't think of, I'm preparing <laughs> no. the way for someone else. You're but, just trying to get out of the way. Well, <laughs> you're, trying, you're trying to do stuff. Yeah. Like, and, and here's the thing is we can get trapped in this, and all of us can, and especially it's glorified really to this the highest level that you could, you could really ever see or that we've ever seen. I think it's always been there, but it's been glorified to the point where, where we want to spread our fame and we want to spread our name uh, everywhere through and social media and the internet and blogging and YouTube uh, really does give access like never before to the average person to send a message out to the world. Yep. Like it, it, say in the 70s, 
you, you really didn't have a way to get a message to the world unless it got on like the national news. That's right. You know, and it was very, very difficult. And there was a very select, you've got these like Tom Brokaw and these epic names and you know, you've got Barbara Walters. By the way, apparently Barbara Walters and Martin Luther King Jr. would be the same age today if Martin Luther King Jr. was alive. Mm. Isn't that crazy? And Anne Frank, which is wild. Because you think, and and Frank, are you serious? Apparently, oh someone needs to fact check that for me. But uh, someone like Barbara Walters and and these types of people, and then it's like through the nineties, um, there was more people getting famous because there was more television channels, and yes. and you have like the it's rise good. of like Oprah, you know, like daytime yep. television. Yep. But now you have the rise of anybody who who can get at people's attention. And so this, there's this thing to spread our fame. And it isn't just found on the internet, like in famous people like Ninja, who does Fortnite, or, you know, these names that you're like, who are these people? Well, they're more famous than, than you realize. Sure. Um, we have this thing in us where we want attention and we want credit and we want to look good. And we, you know, it's rising in us. And in this chapter, it says, and immediately his fame, speaking of Jesus, spread throughout all the region around Galilee. And I love this idea that Jesus fame is being spread. And we have this opportunity where we can promote ourselves. We can promote our face and we can promote, you know, be me, 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 me kind of person, or we can promote Jesus and we can also promote other people. And the, the thing that's terrifying is if we promote other people, will we be overlooked? Like, will we be left behind? But I've, I don't know if, if, if we realize this, people, companies uh, look for assets. And one of the assets they look for are people that can find talented people. You will never, ever, ever get left behind. If you're the kind of person that can identify others, pull the potential out of them, and launch them into their existence, you can rinse and repeat that for the rest of your life. People will love you, but it's terrifying because you think, well, if I begin to promote other people, will I be like not loved anymore? Will I lose my friendships? <laughs> um, and so you look at social media, uh, we have this opportunity to promote the Lord. Um, one of the things that we would love is for you to spread the word about our church or someone else's church, like if you go to a different church, spread the word about your church because that's going to get the message to your friends um, to that there's a great place where you can find Jesus. You know, spread the word because you realize that your friends spend an average of two hours on Facebook every day. (laughs) Every day. Every day. Where is there else on the planet that you spend two hours every day? Everyone spends two hours. In bed. You know, that's the only other place I spend two hours a day where everyone shows up for two hours. <laughs> My God, you have a chance on Facebook and on Instagram and wherever. It doesn't matter. You get my point. YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, all of that, where you can spread the name of Jesus and get him out there and get him famous. Like wow. we can do it, guys. We wow. have instant access to the world at our fingertips. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I just went on Facebook. You did. I did. I just went on it. And Amanda Walker said to all the single moms out there, you are enough. You're doing an amazing job. You got this. I like it. There's certain t- I don't wa- I don't go on Facebook much. And so I'm, I'm that's just not me. And I've never been really too self promoting in in those areas. But I have be- 
And I, I, I have all the issues everybody else has in these areas. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't. They just come out in different ways. But God will help you. In Jesus' name, taking a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior, we offer free estimates, and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531, that's 454-4531, Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, the Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Sorry for that uh, mess up there right before the break. But anyway, uh, our devotion today is about uh, Jesus being moved with compassion. It's found in verse 41. It says, Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him, and said to him, I'm willing to be, be cleansed. This is a leper, and leprosy would be a, a very grim discovery. Similar and, to, like, cancer. Yeah, similar to cancer, but only uh, it carries with it the stigmatism that's very very uh, contagious, and you would be isolated. Yeah. So you couldn't touch your wife. You couldn't smell your children. You couldn't, you know, it just was a, it was a horrible thing. It was just terrible that you couldn't put your nose in your kid's hair anymore and smell your five-year-old or, you know, just that those things that are intimate and close to your heart uh, uh, when you give them a hug and things like that, all that gone. And, and Jesus felt that. Jesus felt what this guy felt. And he was moved with compassion. And that's really, you know, the Bible says we do not have a high priest 
that has not been tempted in all ways like us. You know, he's, he's, he, fit, he felt what we felt. And because he felt what we felt and love rose up in his heart, that's the reason he went to the cross. That's the reason he heals. That's the reason he touches. That's the reason he delivers. That's the reason that all the wonderful things that you saw happen in the Bible happen in the New Testament. It's because the love of God can't be stopped. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.